Hey, what is up, you guys? Welcome to Keeping It Real with God's Love. I am your girl, Queen A, and welcome to another session, segment, episode, whatever how you choose to call it. Welcome, welcome to all my new and old listeners. If you are new, as I have told you, as I have said before, when I start speak, when I start to talk about a certain topic, there there will be at times where the Holy Spirit choose to take over. So if you hear that I tend to, you know, step out of topic, it's because the Holy Spirit chooses to take over. Okay, so I have no control over, uh, you know, staying on topic. So you guys, for today's segment. Um, I don't know if you if you do have um IG known as Instagram and there's this one kid I I don't know his age but he looks like he's in his late teens early twenties um I believe his IG is the only KC um I think it's K E Y C E this kid to me he's like so phenomenal like whenever I look at him it's like oh my gosh like he captures my heart I don't know it's, it's because I like I like his hair but then again I always repent because i'm like oh my gosh am i lusting over his hair because he has such good hair you know like for us as women we always say like men don't know how to tend to their hair but this kid i'm telling like he has such great hair which the type of hair i wish i had but i don't but hey you know i have to be fortunate with what god has given me but for today's segment and first of all you guys should check him out because i'm telling he's so great you guys but for today's segment you guys it's about going to church versus building your relationship with God. Now, put it like this. We all know majority of people who's always told us or we have told people, hey, why don't you come to church? We've always been asked that question, right? But we've never or a few might have, have asked, hey, how is your relationship like with God? Now, that gives you something to think about. Instead of someone, you know, I'm not saying like it's a it's a horrible thing to pester someone to come to church. You, like, you know, ask them, hey, you know, have you ever been to church? But why not ask somebody, how's their relationship like with God? For me, as, you know, growing up, my parents always you know, took me to church, even on Fridays, Saturdays, uh, uh, a weekend, especially Sunday evenings, everything was all about church. Like once in a blue moon, we'll like do a family outing and that's about it. But everything was church, everything. And my parents always... And for me, I felt like I never really got that... Um, decision like of a choice from my parents to like you know um they never asked well actually they never told me like hey you know how to build my relationship with God it's it was most likely how they would say you know you have to believe in God and you know God loves you but church is more important to go like everything was about church 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 and the fact that for me you know when you're young and like you feel like you want to experience other things because your parents didn't allow you to experience them but once you experience them and you're like you know maybe there's certain things I shouldn't have done but I've done it but you know I regret the things that I've done but that doesn't mean they were um solely forgot but it's like I 
I've never really had that decision. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? It was always like, oh, like you have to go to church. You must go like go to church. It wasn't building that relationship. It was like later on on my years, like, you know, at the stage that I am now, it's like I'm learning how to build my relationship with God. Before it was like all about church, 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 church. Yeah, you hear sermons. Yeah, you hear preaching. But once, you know, once Sunday is gone, everyone goes back to their sinful routine that they used that they are so used to doing. Maybe currently doing. I don't know. It's like we basically do six days of sinning and then one day we want to do like, you know, this holy day where, you know, we even like want to forget sin exists. But comes like once Monday comes, it's like, you know, everyone forgets <laughs> that they want the church, you know, what the uh, 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 a preacher or a prophet uh, sermoned um, about in church. And it's like okay well where did that session go like where did that you know um um uh like the preaching of that you know sermon go like where is it like i don't know if you get what i'm saying i'm sorry um but it's just i don't know it's just it comes to the point where like you know how in this generation especially uh these young kids it's I wouldn't say it's it, it it is not difficult now to teach kids about God. I have stepchildren. I don't have children of my own, but I do have stepkids. And my stepson who is about 3 almost 4. So yeah, I have to deal with the, you know, with the temper and all that stuff with him. But he's about to be 4 and the way I think how his mom, I'm not judging her, but I can tell she doesn't talk about anything about God with him. I can tell because the moment he gets, you know, to my house, all he wants to do is watch Spider-Man, um, Coco Melon, or like Hulk, or something that's in his interest. There's like there will be at times where this kid is still on the phone from like three o'clock in the morning, and I'm I'm like, why is this kid on the phone at three o'clock in the morning, watch, watching these unnecessary things that he should not be watching at his age? And yet, once he starts sleeping, he starts screaming out of his sleep, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, why is he screaming? What's going on? Did he have a nightmare or something? And it's like he would be pointing at something. And you know how, like, I don't know if you ever watched horror movies before we even knew, like, you know, horror, like, uh, when we do end up watching horror movies, that it does tend to open up, um, you know, some type of gate or portal, as people, like, want to call it, or a door to to our own lives. You know, just because we watch it, that doesn't mean nothing's going to happen. No, something will happen because... You know, if the if the person who directed or produced this movie wasn't into some deep demonic stuff, then trust me, they wouldn't have ever um, created this movie or had, you know, help in creative this movie because it's the demonics that's using them in order for them to suck us in dry, if you get what I'm saying. So anyways, back to my stepson. So, um, you know, it's like I can tell that his mom doesn't, you know, talk to, like, say anything about him to God. Like, I remember when he was, like, um, I think before he was three or after three, like, I would have, like, these little, like, you know, gospel booklets that I would take from, like, our laundry room where we uh, used to reside at. 
and he would hand them to me and i was like you know for me i thought it was oddly weird but it's like i feel like something deep down is telling me like hey i should you know have no know about jesus for me i felt like it wasn't my responsibility to to teach him that but seeing how he is and knowing what this kate what this kid is capable of because this to me this kid is super unique like he's not like other kids like you know how they have like the so-called normal kids to me he's not that normal kid he's like that super unique kid that god create that god create created uh um in order for him to i don't know become whatever he he wants to become i call him my my little prophet i don't mean prophet like money wise i mean like prophet like someone who's willing to speak the word of god so i've took the accountability when i do have that spare time to teach him about jesus um to teach him about god i always say i love you he said i love you i said um I said, um, Tati loves you, which means auntie. He said, Tati loves you. I said, Jesus love you. He said, Jesus love you. So I'm teaching him the basic things that I know that I can teach him. But I also really want to teach him like, you know, uh, the word of God, because I know it's not easy for, you know, young kids to really capture verses, especially if they're not living with you. So I try to make it my responsibility to try and teach him the word of god it's not like i said it's not easy because we know how little boys can be you know they tend to have that short attention span it's like they'll listen to you for like maybe two to five minutes and then after that they just want to go and play you get what i'm saying it's like no matter how hard you you speak with them in order for them to stay in one spot but it's like they have this like trigger in their brain that tells them okay yeah time is up it's time to go play (laughs) I don't know why, but it's just like, that's how it is with these kids. And it's like, you know, it's, I, I don't know, but yeah. So, okay. So back to the topic. Okay. So when it comes to going to church versus building your relationship with God, right? Okay. So you go to church and you know, like people, I don't, okay. Okay. Let me keep it real. Because like I said, this is called keeping it real with God's love. You go to church and let's say, you know, you know how they, well, you know, if you, if you go to these like old generational churches, like, you know how they like to be on their Sunday best. And let's say if you come with, with sweats and jeans and they, you know, they look up you, they look at you up and down, like, oh, why is she wearing this? Shouldn't she, she, shouldn't he or she be wearing that? Didn't someone tell them like the dress code? And it's like, okay, number one you're judging (laughs) number two you should know if someone doesn't have something like either purchase purchase it or lend it to them like do you get what i'm saying or at least welcome them with open arms to say hey welcome you know uh this is what we do da 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 blah blah you know have that person feel that welcoming so that they feel like like they're not an outsider i remember um me you know being in church and then someone um like not someone but a pastor was saying oh like we can't associate with outsiders and and for me whenever he said that it hit me in my heart because it's like why would you say we cannot associate with outsiders that's that to me it never made any sense and one day i felt like i really wanted to stand up but i didn't because i know how my mom was so i never stood up and just say what do you mean like like in the middle of his sermon like i really wanted to stand up and say like what do you mean like we should associate with outsiders so what did jesus do jesus did it 
hang out with the most, you know, uh, 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 saints, um, saints of saints of saints. He hung out with the, I mean, probably like the worst of the sinners. Do you get what I'm saying? Jesus didn't go look for the Pharisees who claimed that, you know, they were all uppity up for God and stuff and they really weren't. No, he like he he didn't go search for that. He went to go search for fishermen, for taxpayers, for a prostitute, for someone that he knew that was going to betray him. He went to he went to go search out for these type of people. That's who he that's who he decided uh, to choose. That's how like exactly what Jesus did. That's how you start building your relationship with God. For me, that's like the most example that every single one people that even call themselves Christians should be doing not just because the person's not dressed how you expect for them to dress do you get what I'm saying it's like people now these days think oh if you're not have this certain class or build with this type of society it's like you're no one it's like you don't have this smart you know uh what do you call it um intellect or something whatever how it is and it's like for me, whenever I would see someone have the audacity to sit here and judge and lie and just for like, you know, just let all that sinfulness get into them. It's like, OK, you call yourself a Christian. You say you go to church, I don't know, five times of the week or twice of the week or how, I don't know, however often you you go to church. But you remind me of the Pharisees. And I'm telling you, the moment you tell them that. The moment you tell them that you remind me of the Pharisees that treated uh, of how they treated Jesus, I'm telling you, they will actually, they won't like, they might dislike you because of what you said to them, but they will actually reflect and be like, well, why would this person say this to me? Now, if they are the type of person that can hear from God, hey, God will actually let them know like, okay, it's because the way you were acting that remind that person who told you what they said of this of of how the Pharisees treated Jesus, how they called him a liar, how they said uh, he was a false prof, uh, false prophet, which he wasn't. I feel like Jesus was the most unsinful human being to ever walk on this earth i don't think not not even for once he had a malice in his heart i don't think he had i think i I think i think the only despise and hatred he had was when he went to the temple and he saw what they were doing in the temple i think that's like the only thing that you know that that actually made him flip the tables because it's like hold up this is my father's house y'all choose to build this place for my father why y'all turn this place into a marketplace like y'all you know with with money and and i I believe i think those bribes and possibly gambling too can you can, can you can you imagine let's say it's your parents business or your grandfather's business and you knew how it once was when you were a child and then you come back after a certain amount of months or a certain amount of years and then you see like it's turned upside down you would have probably done 10 times worse than what Jesus did. Now, Jesus only flipped the table and they made a big old judgmental out of that just by him flipping the tables. 
just by him flipping the tables. Now, I'm sure if it was you, you probably would have want to beat up the person until they turn purple and blue or 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 until you see blood or I don't know, something. Because I even said if it was me, I probably would have done 10 times worse. Who knew what I would have done? But I probably would have done 10 times worse. But some people, they just choose to... They just to they just choose to feel like however they choose to react, that's how they choose to react. I feel like when people wanna do something, like they don't think about the consequences until after. They're like, oh dang, if I knew. But if you but if you knew this is what you were going to do, why do you think of the consequences uh then? Why do you have to uh, think of the of the consequences after it happened? You get what I'm saying? I'm not like there will be at times where like I feel like I want to do something, but then I don't do it. But then it's like, oh man, if I do this, I already know God. Like for me, I say God is gonna be upset if I end up doing this, and I know if I was to do something ten times worse, He will actually liberally. <laughs> Or spiritually asked me, why did I like why did I take control over the situation? Why I did not let him handle the situation? Do you get what I'm saying? It's just like how when the Pharisees and all the other people people were, were telling Jesus, Oh, well, if you're this the 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 a son of God, why don't you uh come down from like where you're at? But he didn't do that because he knew he knew what you know like this was like the you know devil works as well he knew it he knew it and that's why for me i always tell people like jesus is like the most strongest person i've ever read about he's like the most strongest person like like for me it's like i can feel like you know like once you accept jesus into your heart and stuff like that and it's like you're able to feel that love of jesus and it's like you could feel like certain stuff that he been through in order for you not to go through it. Like the certain stuff that, that God allows you to see, he could have you see that for you not to go through it. I don't know if you understand, if you get what I'm saying. But for me, it's like building that relationship with God. Because I mean, if, if, if a lot of people don't notice, like, that's why I'm telling y'all like the, the Holy Spirit's taking over. I could feel it. The Holy Spirit's taking over. If a lot of y'all don't know, Jesus came here because we had lost a connection with God. If Jesus had never came here and died for us, we would have lost that connection with God completely. It's like this would have been how he um, how he kind of like um, flooded the world. But this time it probably would have been different. Like, cause remember he said that he, like, he wasn't going to flood the world anymore. So like this time would have been completely different. Jesus was that key. Jesus, Jesus was that, was that path. He was that guidance. He was that director in order for us to build that relationship with God. It's like, basically like Jesus came and was like, you know, like, okay, put like this. Jesus was like the mediator. Jesus was the, was the, was the mediator in order for us to build our relationship with God. He's that he's that mediator to show us like although in the beginning when God was the way that he that that he was God was like a young father like have you, okay 
have you as a uh, as a child experienced how you know how your relationship was like with your dad how your dad was so mean and um like anything that you did you know you got punished for it like right away or you know but then as they get older they tend to like be much more calmer and start to understand you a little bit more realizing things to me like the way i see it based on the on the bible and how jesus was explaining how god is for me i feel like that's how that's how god was because god had created us as humans to be here and then once we disobeyed it's like you know he was he, he was disappointed he was he was upset because he did not expect for us as his children to disobey him by eating the fruit and we ate the fruit of what of what he told us not to eat so of course he was upset of course he was mad of course he had every right to um demolished you know what he what uh, what he chose to demolish but he didn't because you know why god loved us so so for, for the fact that he brought jesus in into into this world and you know he allowed for the for the things to happen the way that they happened it came to the point where it it, it came to the point where when Jesus had told his 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 disciples of what was going to occur and each and every one of them was like oh is it i is it i is it me is it me no i will not abandon you no i would never do that he knew it all he knew it i don't know how he knew it sometimes like i keep on wondering like okay how did he know these things they like did he know it like feeling it by the spirit or did he know it based on how like when he's resting you know for a little bit did god tell him like this is what's going to happen this is who's going to betray like you know how was he able to know these things do you get what i'm saying it's like for example you know how like when a prophet sees you now i'm I'm not talking about the false prophets i'm talking about like the real authentic anointed that god uh um a chosen you know prophet saying like you know like when they see you for the first time they like they don't know nothing about you and you assume that they don't they don't know anything about you and like the moment they see you they tell you like a little bit about yourself things like you like things that not even your own best friend would know apart from god to me it's like that like you know like how did he know certain things do you get what i'm saying because i don't think the bible really described how jesus knew these certain things i mean of course we knew like the holy spirit was with him you get what i'm saying but like how how did he know this person was going to betray him was it the holy spirit was it by him you know you know like as we say you know god can communicate with us was it god himself telling him hey hey this this person is is, is going to betray you you need to tell them this is what's going to happen you know like how did he know what to say do you, get, do you get what i'm saying because like when you would like when you're working for god or when you allow god to work through you you it's like you don't have control of what you want to say you don't have control of what you want to say it's just like what i've said early before once I start speaking, and if the Holy Spirit chooses to, choose to take over, if they take over, they take over. There's nothing else that I can really say. I cannot control it. Sometimes, like, I will pause because I feel like I'm getting more information from God. So it's like, oh, okay. But after that, I just let him work through me because, hey, I've always said it. God, whatever that you have to say through me, just say it. Because at this point, I know I don't have control over my life. Do you get what I'm saying? If he chooses to take you out, you know, and
Hey, Kingdom fam. So I hope you uh, have enjoyed this segment. Um, sorry, I had to cut it off short because I had received a phone call, so I couldn't even remember what I had said, you guys. So you guys, if you are uh, want me to continue on with this segment, just let me know. Um, also, I will also uh, have a link on... Um, on my description so that therefore if you guys have any suggestions or if you guys need any prayers or if you guys can't figure out you know based on what's going on in your life and you feel like you're so stuck because like you're just all fed up and you feel like like not even your own pastor can can give you answers the best thing that I could tell you is to pray to God because God is the only one who could reveal 100% of the truth. Pastors can probably give you like 15 to 25% thinking that they know everything, but really, they really don't, to be honest with you, because I know I've dealt with it. I've been there as well. So, guys, um, I want to thank you once again for um, listening. Um, I want to thank you guys for showing up. I want to thank you guys for continuing on supporting me. Um, I want to thank you for... Um, for tuning in, you know, like you guys have always had. I'm like I said, you guys, I'm trying to get back on the way I used to. It will take me some time because, you know, when it comes to your life's, well, should I say work schedule, you know, at times it's hard um, between your um, personal um, schedule as well. So, you guys, um, you know, I, I'm going to try and um, always say this at the end. Um, so for those who do not know Jesus, but would love to get to know Jesus or, you know, they feel like they're stuck in some way and they just don't understand why, accept Jesus into your heart. You say, Jesus, I don't know you, but I know you. I know you know me. I know that you died for me. Please come into my heart. Walk with me. Share things with me that I don't know anything about. I know that you have the knowledge that I don't have. I pray that you, you, I pray that you always, <laughs> okay, so how can I say this? Okay, so I pray that you would always be with me just as you were with your disciples. I pray that you give me the knowledge that I need to know about my Lord, Father, God, who had created me with the palm of his bare hands I thank you for I, I thank you for you dying on the cross for me because you shed your blood when no one else would shed their blood for us for past generations present and future Lord Father God I welcome you into my life into my heart into my mind give me the love that I need that I never experienced from a parent and pretty much that's all you really have to say. Or you could just say your own thing, you know. You could write it down and just speak it out when you can. Heck, I mean, you can even sit down, you know, and really start talking to God. Because God hears everything that you say. Even if you say, God hears it. <laughs> okay, so you guys, I'm going to end this here. I wish you guys well. Please, peace. And blessings. Always remember, whatever that you want to do, always put God first in everything that you do. Stay blessed, Kingdom fam.